Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Parent Effectiveness Training or PET for short. When it comes to raising children, you will encounter all kinds of problems. For example, you might be rushing to get out of the door on a rainy day, and your child is wasting time, unwilling to put on their raincoat. Or perhaps your child's room is a mess, no matter how many times you have told them to keep their room tidy. Or even just after starting middle school, your child suddenly tells you that school is boring and they don't want to go anymore. All in all, when raising children, these frustrating and exhausting problems may never end like a thousand splashes of water that eventually erode a rock. The rock being your will. So is there a way to solve these problems? Fear not, whether your child has just learned to walk is slowly gaining their independence or is a rebellious teenager, in PET parent effectiveness training, you will find a series of effective parenting methods to suit any situation. They will help you to maintain smooth communication with your child, raise a responsible child and help both you and your child grow. The theories presented in this book are a simple practical training course for parents. It can help parents to train their active listening skills, fully express themselves and nurture children to be conscious in self-development. The book has been translated into 33 languages, published in over 50 countries and territories all over the world, and currently offers training courses to around 5 million parents every year. All in all PET is a highly effective parenting manual. The author of the book is Dr. Thomas Gordon, the renowned American psychologist who previously studied under the humanistic psychologist Carl Ransom Rogers. He obtained his doctorate from Chicago University where he later stayed on to teach. He was the president of the California Psychology Society and was also a consultant to the 1970 White House Conference on Children. Dr. Gordon created the Gordon Model which is known all over the world. Originally this method was used to improve parent-child relationships, but it was later developed into a general model for improving all interpersonal relationships. Now that we have given an overview of the author and basic contents of the book, let's introduce the ideas of parent effectiveness training in three parts. Part 1, How to Listen So Children Will Talk. Part 2, How to Talk So Children Will Listen. Part 3, How to Resolve Parent-Child Conflicts. We often see parents complaining about their children. Perhaps their children are getting more rebellious and less willing to communicate. Sometimes parents don't know what their children are thinking or understand why they lose their temper after barely saying a word. One 15-year-old girl after finishing her weekly counseling sessions told her counselor, it feels good to be able to talk to someone about how I really feel, I've never talked about these things with anyone else before. I could never talk with my parents like this. So, why couldn't she? Author Dr. Gordon believes this is largely due to the fact that parents haven't accepted their children. Most of the language parents use with their children is full of preaching, criticism, admonishing, and commands. They believe that when raising children they should constantly remind them what they have done wrong, and that this is the only way to prepare their children for a bright future. For example, a child might say Mom, I don't want to play with Mateo, I think he's horrible. The mother says, Me nice, you've got to learn to get along with your friends. This is the usual method of communication for most parents, but when we look at it more carefully, we will find that this response is actually quite patronizing and moralizing. This communicates a lack of acceptance of the child and makes them less willing to interact with their parents. In another example, 
A child is making sandcastles at the beach. Can the parents just watch from the side without interfering in what the child is doing, providing help only when the child needs it? Sadly no, most parents will usually provide a few suggestions, shouldn't the sandcastle be a little taller, build the castle farther from the water so a wave won't topple the castle wall. Or even, with your abilities, you can make a better sandcastle than that. This will communicate the message that the child is not accepted, and not good enough. It's very difficult for adults to take a step back and watch children without getting involved, and parents are normally used to imposing their will on children, believing that this will help them grow. Little do they know, this will only make children feel that they are not accepted, and when a child feels so, they will resist their parents and rebel against them. The book mentions a 13-year-old girl who says, they tell me so often how bad I am and how stupid my ideas are, and how I can't be trusted that I just do more things they don't like. If they already think I'm bad and stupid, I might as well go ahead and do all these things anyway. This is an example of how a child can rebel against her parents. Acceptance is like a fertile soil, allowing a child to flourish and thrive. When someone feels accepted, they start to think about making changes and improving themselves. And so, how should we express acceptance towards our children? Borden introduces three ways, non-intervention, passive listening, and active listening. Let's elaborate on these methods. The first method is non-intervention. If parents don't interfere in a child's behaviors, they convey acceptance towards their children. For example, in the example we just mentioned of the child building a sandcastle, if a parent can watch from the side without disturbing their child, then the child will feel the parent's acceptance and might proudly show the results to their parents. Non-intervention might sound easy, but parents must have the awareness and patience to make it work. As well as not interfering parents can incorporate the second method of passive listening. Saying nothing at all can also clearly communicate acceptance. When parents avoid judging, advising, and taking away the child's voice, the child can continue to express themselves and magically move from venting their emotions to looking for a way to solve their problems. When a child says, I got sent down to the vice principal's office today because they couldn't stop talking during class, if the parent simply responds with an okay, the child might say, this teacher is too talkative, that class is so boring. The parent would respond and then, and the child would go on, if there was a fun teacher, maybe I would behave better. But I can't always have good teachers. If I have a bad teacher and I don't do well in class, then I'll only end up doing myself no favor. This scene clearly shows the value of silence. The child vents their emotions, explains the reason, and then starts to think. On the other hand, if the parents respond by saying what, what did you do wrong, or you had better learn to adjust to all kinds of teachers, or something like this full of questions and suggestions, the child would not feel accepted and would only feel resentful. Having explained the method of passive listening, let's move on to the third method, active listening. This is the most effective way to show acceptance towards a child when they have a problem. What does it mean when we say a child has a problem? A child has a problem when their needs have not been met. For example, a child has been rejected by their friend, a child feels their homework is too difficult and so on. These are all situations where a child has a problem and can be resolved by active listening. Active listening requires parents to correctly decode information given by their child. What is decoding? Decoding is where the parents tries to understand the meaning behind the child's message or emotions, and then puts their understanding into words and relays the results back to the child for confirmation. This process of decoding and feedback is active listening, 
and parents do not need to communicate their personal feelings, only what they have understood. So how does active listening come into play? Let's take a look at this example. A child cries to their mother, Dylan took my truck away from me. The mother asks, you sure feel bad about that, you don't like it when he does that? The child says, no. In this exchange, the mother has correctly decoded the child's emotions and instantly given feedback. Having had his feelings acknowledged, the child soon calms down. On the other hand, if the mother responds with it's alright, you have a lot of other toys, or give it to him, I'll buy you a new one. The child's response might be, no, I want that truck, I want to get it back. In this conversation, the mother has not correctly decoded the child's message and gone straight into suggesting and judging, agitating the child even further. This is not active listening. Active listening gives the child the right to solve their own problems, as the problem always belongs to the child. The parents just decode and give feedback, but they don't interrupt the child with solutions, comments, or preaching. Through their parents' empathetic acceptance, the child can process their negative emotions and increase their abilities to solve problems by themselves. This is the first main point of the book that parents must wholeheartedly accept their children, for when someone feels accepted, they can think about how to improve themselves. There are three ways we can express acceptance towards our children, non-intervention, passive listening, and active listening. This is the art of listening to children. So does this mean that parents must always carefully watch themselves for not preaching and giving suggestions to their children? Actually no, parents do have valuable experience. So how should parents speak so that children will listen? Let's find out in part 2. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.